0: Check, check. Is this thing on? What's up, everybody? If my audio sounds a little off today, it's because I'm recording from my phone. Because I'm lazy and my freaking computer takes like 10 years to turn on and uh, load up and get all ready to record. So, I uh, apologize for the sound quality this week. But I did promise we would have this episode out today. And uh, this is me keeping my promise. So, how you guys been? Hopefully, everybody's been doing well. Uh, ladies, gentlemen, and bees. everybody, hopefully, has been staying safe and... Uh, having a good week it's thursday tomorrow which means payday which i'm excited about i uh, got a call back from a kia dealership i don't know if you guys know but the kia sportage 2023 hybrid is another car that i had been looking at i don't think we ever talked about the cars that i had been uh been trying to get a hybrid for a bit and i was looking at the hyundai tucson hybrid and then i was looking at just the hyundai sonata hybrid which i currently have the hyundai sonata but um I wanted the, the hybrid with gas prices going through the roof and not seemingly not going anywhere. I uh, figured get an extra twenty miles of city and then like twenty two miles highway, something like that. But uh, none of those worked out because <laughs> the freaking car market is nuts, um, and everybody's super shady. There's a market adjustment between three to like eight thousand dollars on cars, especially hybrids. But they don't do that markup for your trade-in. Even though Kelly Blue Book says, you know, my car is, think, 32000 They wanted to give me twenty-six. It's like, mm, how does that work? You want to upcharge me, but you don't want to give me market value for my car. So you're trying to kind of be greedy and double dip on my car and your car. So that kind of fell through. The Tucson, I never really got too into it. Um, but then I saw that the Kia Sportage was having a whole redesign for 2023 and I was like, okay, if I can get a hybrid, it's it's like 38 miles to the gallon city and highway. So I was like, okay, it's not too bad. It's fully loaded and everything, Uh, all wheel drive, so I don't have to worry about the snow and that kind of stuff. So I was like, screw it. Let me look into it. Um, We actually just got a, a Kia dealership, which is pretty cool. So I drove down there because their website said they had like eight or 10 Sportages, uh, not the hybrid, because the hybrid's just coming out, like I think, later next month. So I drove down there. They unfortunately didn't have any, because I wanted to see what the legroom was like, and just the size, see if that felt good or not. So unfortunately, I wasn't able to do that. Uh, the guy did show me a Kia Sorento, which is the next size up, and that looked pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, I got a random call today from him, saying that they're getting two of the Sportages on friday but actually i think it's monday now and they're actually getting two hybrids uh i think mid-may so he wanted to see if i was interested or what the deal was and i told him you know uh i asked actually asked what they're doing for market adjustment and supposedly according to him they're not doing anything for the first week in may so if that's the case and they gave me a good deal on my car then uh potentially i might be buying a new car it's uh, wild to think because I I paid my car off a year ago I've only had it for two years. So yeah, anyways, so that's kind of what's been going on with me. Um, if you guys have been following me on Twitter, uh, you guys seen that I've been posting a lot about golf. If you haven't been following me on Twitter, what the are you waiting for? Twitter.com backslash NFG Newfound Glory Rocker Dude. It's just the initials though, not the whole Newfound Glory, but that's what it stands for. Uh, Give me a follow on Twitter. I would appreciate it, and it keeps you up to date on the podcast episodes and just anything that's kind of going on in my life. Um, I did create an alternate account for like two seconds, uh, but I said screw it. It really wasn't doing anything. The reason I broke it up was because I wanted to keep all like um, goody stuff, positive stuff on this main timeline, and then all my politics or, you know, more serious views on the other one. But honestly, you know, I'm not gonna see any growth or anything from from splitting them or just anything. So, if you do follow me, just know it's a little bit of everything for me: sports, uh, my opinions, reviews, just just a little bit of everything. Pokemon card openings every now and then, and uh, a lot of golf lately. But before we get into relationships, I went to play golf last weekend at this uh, course called Hunter Ranch in Paso Robles, California. Really, really nice course. I freaking love that course. But um, I was frazzled early on because it was supposed to be three of us. And they uh, added a single to our group. So that kind of really frazzled me. And then the guy is actually pretty good. So that kind of just threw my whole game off um, from the get-go. Terrible first hole. Terrible, like, first three or four holes. My confidence. I just couldn't hit anything. Uh, More of the story is I just, at some point I stopped taking score just because it was just that bad. And, uh, yeah, so I got home and I hit balls off the mat and I was feeling a lot better. And then this, this week, uh, well, basically been hitting balls all week. Uh, I took a break yesterday knowing that I was going to go to the range today. Um, just because I've been probably hitting at least 80 to hundred balls a day and my back is just shot. My back just hurting every now and then. So anyways, went to the range today. Felt pretty good. And then I was basically surrounded by a bunch of kids, a bunch of teenagers who had just had like a tournament or something. So they're out there smacking the crap out of their clubs and all this other stuff. And it's just, I don't know if I choked or I got performance anxiety or what, but I just could not hit anything. Finally, by the time I got to my driver, because I like to start off with my wedges and then just move up. Um, time I got to the driver, I just had no confidence um, I was slicing it, and that's the big thing I've been working on. Um, so I changed my grip towards the last like four or five balls and actually hit a couple of really solid hits. Um, I think my my driver has gone from more of a sli- from a, a slice to more of a a fade. It's still kind of out there, but like two out of the last five hits that I hit were either fading into like f- starting off left and fading right to the middle. Or just starting off middle and fading out just maybe five yards off center, which was freaking awesome. So gave me a little bit of confidence. But again, you know, my irons, I wasn't hitting them worth anything. So I came home and I practiced some more off the mat. I don't know why it's so easy to hit stuff off the mat. But out on the course, I just, I think I just, I was overthinking everything. So the goal is to go tomorrow uh, early. I'm going to try and take a half lunch and then uh, go go early to the range before the draft because the NFL drafts tomorrow, first round, and I'm pumped. Curious to see what the Chargers will do. But, uh, yeah, that's that. By the way, if you guys hear a buzzing in the background, it's my wife's Fitbit, I think, and it's her alarm going off. So that's that. (sighs) But without further ado, that's kind of my life this week or the past week. Hopefully everything's been going well for you guys. Um, If not, keep your head up, keep going, and uh, hopefully it, it gets better. But I wanted to share a little wisdom about relationships and kind of what I've learned from them, um, a little history on me. Probably only had like a, a three to four, like I would consider serious relationships. Uh, the last one before I got married was, felt like another, like a marriage. It was a long one. It's probably like five, six years. Uh, we lived together. We had a kid together. And that one taught me a lot, not only about just relationships, but about myself in general. And what I I need to be like a good partner, um, I think I had a lot of bad talk in like streams and stuff, and how she cheated and stuff. But I had to self reflect on it. I had a lot to do with how toxic that relationship was. You know, uh, looking back on it, I was I was kind of controlling. I was very uh, insecure. Um, I never got physical or anything like that. But I think I I just was not a good person. I was not a good partner. Uh, Which could have led to some of the stuff she did, but you know, obviously we're all responsible for what we do and um, I'm, just glad that I managed to learn from it and pass that on to my now relationship Mind you, I did take like two years to work on myself and just being happy Which is I think the first thing I want to talk about and that is the relationship with you um with yourself not with you but with yourself and I highly recommend if you guys find yourselves going, oh, I'm never going to find the one or "When is when am I going to get in a relationship, when am I going to be happy, all this stuff. Um, in my opinion, you're probably not in the right mental space. It's not the right time in your life to where love is going to come and find you. And I highly recommend you go see a therapist or you start uh, meditating or whatever it is and start self-reflecting on yourself and why you're not happy why you're trying to find happiness um, in somebody else. Because that was the first thing and the biggest thing that I learned was that, you know, I was I was really depressed. I thought I was going to be alone, but all the, all, you know, the rest of my life that, you know, um, I really had nothing to live for. Obviously, I had a kid and I had that to live for. But, you know, those thoughts kind of crossed my mind. And it wasn't until I, I went to therapy, and I'm talking like two years of going like regularly to therapy, and just focusing on myself, learning to be happy with myself. And by the time I, I I did that, and I got to that point where I was happy just, you know, being alone, like not having, I didn't need a relationship. I didn't need um, a partner with me. I was perfectly happy uh, living my life and just having fun and being myself and being like, you know, confident in myself and just happy with myself. And then, you know, the universe, or God, or whoever, you know, whatever you believe in, I believe in, you know, I do believe in a higher power, um, not necessarily God, I do call it God, but I, I also call it the universe, and I believe that once you're in that, in that space where you're happy with yourself, and things line up, and the, the, the universe tends to throw what, what you think you're ready for, or what it thinks you're ready for, um, or what it thinks you need, so that's kind of when my uh, wife came around to my job, and uh, yeah, the rest is history. So the first thing I would recommend is look at yourself, self reflect, see what um, what you're lacking in yourself. Because more than likely you're you're missing that relationship with yourself, that self love that you desperately need to have. Uh, because if you're not happy with yourself, if you're not loving yourself, if you can't love yourself, then you you're not going to be able to be a good partner or the best partner and uh, give your all to somebody else. You know because it's it's not all there for you. Uh, so that's the first thing. Um, if you are struggling with that, you know, just just work on yourself. Work on being happy, uh, alone, being happy with yourself, and then I think you'll notice, uh, you know, your perspective or, or something will start to change, and you'll start feeling better, and it won't feel so lonely. Um, you will still have those moments where you're like, you know, I wish I had a partner or whatever, but it's not like an everyday thing where you're trying to force things, where you're trying to make things happen, and you just. You know, you just got to let the universe, uh, whatever, you know, um, whatever you vibe you put out into the, into the universe, it'll, it'll come back to you. But again, whenever you're ready, when it's the right time, uh, you know, just things seem to work out that way. Now, once you get past that and you do find somebody, um, biggest things I want to relay, the biggest thing is that a relationship, is a choice that two people make to be with each other or I guess if there's polyamorous relationships multiple people but you got to get it through your head that it's a choice Um, the reason I say that it's a choice is because I think a lot of people feel like they owe people at times um, especially when if relationships are bad or abusive or whatever maybe they feel like they owe something to someone and that's not the case Um, a healthy relationship is legit just Two people, or however many people, making the choice to be with each other because they want to. Nobody's forcing them. Nobody's guilting them. Nobody's doing anything. You you just love that person, enjoy their company. You just want to be with that person, and uh, you just you know you just value each other's time, and you want to be with each other. So that's the first thing. It's a choice. It's a choice we make. Um, even if you're married, it's a choice that you make to get married or to stay in the marriage, just because you are um, I guess, legally tied to, to one another does not mean that you're, you're stuck there. You know, it's still a choice that you can make to fight for the relationship and, you know, go to therapy or whatever it may be to make it work or choose that it's too far gone. And it's just better if you guys split up, you know, but, but that's the first thing it's a choice. Um, once you get that through your head, then, then you start realizing that, um, for me, the two biggest things, trust and communication in a relationship. Now, the trust comes from just thinking of the, about the relationship and how it's a choice that you guys make. Because, you know, if you want to go and, you know, bang some other person or be with somebody else, you can make that choice to break up with your current uh, relationship and just go, you know, go on your own. That's the choice that you can make. Which is why cheating is kind of very frustrating because you chose to be in a relationship and you chose to kind of betray that person by cheating. Um, you didn't have to. You could have very easily been like, you know what, uh, I'm not happy in this relationship anymore and I want to go pursue other stuff. And you break it off. Now, it's still going to suck for the other person, but at least you're being upfront and being honest and you're breaking it off uh, versus still being with them, lying to them, you know, hooking up with somebody else or doing you know having an emotional affair, whatever it may be, and kind of breaking that trust. And once that trust is broken, it's it's in my opinion nearly impossible to get back. Um, it is doable and it is possible, but it requires both people to kind of give into the process. Uh, the person who broke the trust has to realize that it's not going to be won over overnight, and it's something that they're going to have to just prove with their actions that they're um, not going to do. You know, they're not going to cheat or they're not going to do whatever it is that caused that trust to be broken. Um, and it is, you know, it, it can be a, a, something that takes years, but, you know, if it's something that you really want and it's worth fighting for and somebody gave you that chance, then, you know, all you can do is, is uh, prove to them via actions that you're changing and that you're not going to make that same mistake. Likewise, if you're the person whose trust was broken, if you truly want to make it work and you truly want to forgive somebody, then you have to let go of what happened. I know it's not easy, but you have to let go of what happened. You cannot hold it against them. Because I think that's the biggest uh, thing that I see, whether it's on Reddit posts or social media, whatever it may be, is that somebody cheated and um, you know they chose to stay together, but the person never really forgave them. And they hold on to resentment and they always you know pull that card out. Oh, yeah, well, at least I didn't cheat on you. Or remember when you cheated on me, et cetera it's just not healthy. It's not healthy for either party because you guys are just staying together to stay together. Um, the person whose trust was broken has never moved on or forgiven the, the other person. You're, so in reality, you're just wasting each other's times. I know it's hard. It's very hard if you were cheating on or your trust was broken. It's very hard to give into the process. But again, it's it's a choice that you got to make. If you truly are going to forgive them and move on and try and have them prove that, you know, they've changed or that they're going to regain your trust, you have to give into the process. You have to let go uh, of what happened and then just little by little kind of just start feeling secure that, you know, they're not doing shady stuff or they're not doing what you think that um, or whatever they did to, to break that trust so give into the process otherwise if you can't if you truly cannot move on and it might take you know it might take you a, a few days a few weeks t- to realize that you just simply cannot move on from what happened and uh, that's that's perfectly fine just be honest um let them know that you know you tried you thought maybe you could get over it and it's just turning out that you can't and uh, it's better if you guys move on which leads to communication communication is huge in relationships I'm not just talking about getting home and saying, oh, how was your day, that kind of stuff, but being fully open and fully willing to tell your partner exactly how you feel, things that bother you, things that, um, you know, things that bother them, and just being willing, open minded to talk about them. Uh, I know it can be easy to to feel attacked, feel like somebody's judging you, but that's not necessarily the case. And you got to have an open mind and be willing to to take criticism, be willing to accept that, you know, not everything you do is perfect and your partner loves everything. Just being willing to, to listen and work on it, you know. Uh, not everybody's everybody's cup of tea. At some point we find things that maybe we don't like. Or, you know, maybe some boundaries that are getting pushed and that you didn't know you had. Uh, because, you know, not every relationship is the same. What was a boundary in one may not be a boundary in another one. And, um, yeah, it's just about learning about each other and, and just letting, you know, the other person know how you're feeling, how things make you feel, and going from there. Now, if you can't be, you know, open um, about your feelings, about things that are bothering you, that kind of stuff, then that's, it's going to be a big issue. I think it's something that you need to nip in the bud and just, you know, there's nothing wrong with going to couples therapy. Sometimes it's nice to have that kind of non-biased third party to a lot of times help translate um, because how you receive information may not be how it's given to you and vice versa. How you give information may not be how people will uh, receive it the best. So, you know, a therapist can be there to, to kind of help translate and help you guys communicate better. Um, I know that's what happened in my relationship. Um, I'm a fixer, so anytime my wife would vent and stuff, I would try and give her ideas on how to fix stuff or advise on what she should do. When in reality, she just needed me to to listen and uh, let her vent, you know. Which now, um, after going to therapy, now I know that now she knows that if she needs to vent she you know she can ask me first just so that i know that she's just venting she doesn't need me to fix anything she just needs me to listen because i think a lot of guys have that in their brains like oh, okay there's something that i need to fix and sometimes you don't need to fix anything you just need to literally sit there and listen um you know maybe you had a rough day uh, and you can't you know you just you know you're you're just emotionally mentally drained And she says she needs to vent, and you go, I'm sorry, I can't tonight, you know, see if you can call your friend or something, and then, you know, she doesn't take it personally, it's just, you know, you just don't have the capacity to do it. And if she still does it, then obviously that's part of the problem, and you guys gotta talk about um, how, how to move on with that, or how to handle that moving forward, because... If you just don't have the capability that day to take on all this other, it's usually negative information. It's just gonna drain you more. It's gonna make you snap, and it's just not gonna end well. So communication, talk about your feelings. If uh, something your partner did, you know, hurt your feelings, let them know. You know, hey, um, you know, you did this, and it made me feel this way. Um, how do we, you know, do it differently so that next time my feelings don't get hurt? Or you know, maybe you weren't even aware that it hurt my feelings. Just that kind of stuff. It's just you, you got to be in a relationship. You got to be willing and be fully open with your partner. Um, again, it's a choice you guys are making to be with each other. So you should not be afraid to to tell them whatever it is that you, you feel they need to know. Or, you know, maybe you're embarrassed by something and you shouldn't be Um because a, a true partner, a true relationship, somebody that's on your side is going to have your back. It's going to work, want to work on it. And it's going to respect your boundaries and, and respect uh, what you have to say and listen to it. And if not, then, you know, maybe you need to be with the, the right person. So that's just a little bit about that. Uh, the other thing, let's go into finances. Finances was, is an interesting one because I know a lot of couples that are married and kind of just put all their money in one basket. And I Never quite really understood that. Like, I I get the general logistics of it, but it's nothing that really ever worked for me. Um, my wife works and she has her money, I work and I have my money. Now, we split all the actual bills for the house, so prop, no, not property taxes, but like, um, what like uh, electric, gas, water, um she pays her phone bill I pay my phone bill that kind of stuff it all like everything that's kind of communal stuff that that affects both of us uh, food that kind of stuff we split right down the middle 50/50 partners now if we go out sometimes we'll split sometimes I'll pay sometimes she'll pay really that's kind of like not really what what we split it's more just household stuff and then whatever extra money she has you know that's her money she earned it. if she wants to go buy a dress or shoes or whatever um same with my money if i want to buy a game if i want to go golfing or whatever i want to use it for it's you know it's my money um, and as long as the bills and the household stuff that kind of stuff is getting taken care of and there's no issues nobody's in debt that kind of stuff then it really shouldn't matter um because i have a lot of people that i don't know if they say jokingly but They'll, they'll be like, oh, I got to ask my wife for permission to, you know, buy a game or um, see if I can go out with the guys or whatever and that kind of stuff. Again, maybe it's just part of the communication. You know, if you're open about it, it's like, hey, honey, I'm going to be gone this, you know, this Saturday. I'm going to be golfing from, you know, 11 to 5 or whatever. If something happens or I'm going to be later, I'll give you a call. I think as long as you're open that way, it shouldn't really cause too many issues. But money is definitely one of those things that can be kind of a, a thing. And it's usually because, um, either money is tight or, um, one person is bringing in most of the money than the other one and the other one's kind of spending it like nilly willy. It's just, it can be a variety of issues, uh, but, you know, if you guys are 50-50 partners, you both are providing, you guys, you know, I don't see anything wrong with having your own spending money and not needing permission to, you know, to, to ask somebody to, to spend that money. Um. The other thing is, oh, golf and that kind of stuff leads to you having your own personal time. I think it's very, very, very important that even though you guys are married or you guys are together, that you don't have to spend every waking minute together. It's actually better if you don't. Um, Even if you guys are married and living in the same household, you do not have to, just because you're together does not mean you have to be literally physically together every single minute of every hour. And if you're not, you know, the world's going to fall apart. That's kind of where the trust thing comes in and just where the healthy relationship uh, and communication comes in as well. You know, you guys should spend at least one day a week where you do your own things, Um, whether that means you're in your room playing games or you go out with your friends like me. I go golfing every weekend. Um, What else? uh, We we're lucky enough to have a a casita. So it's like my man cave and I separate from the house. I'll go there and watch movies or something or my wife sometimes will do that. And, you know, go out for a walk or whatever it may be, you know, it's very important that you have your own time, because that's the time that you have for yourself. And you got to even though you're in a relationship, very important that you um, cherish and kind of still help water that 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 seed that relationship that you have within yourself. Because if you're not happy, you're not going to be happy with your partner and so on and so forth, so very important, take some time for yourself, whether it is meditating, working out, uh, going golfing, going to the movies, whatever it is, take some time every week for yourself, decompress, yell into a pillow, do whatever it is that you got to do to kind of let go of things, and then kind of recharge yourself, and then, you know, spend that time with yourself, and uh, there's nothing wrong, don't feel guilty about that, especially if you have kids, you know, um, alternate have your your partner take one day off whatever that day may be and then you know you take a different day off and then you know that's kind of you know there's nothing wrong with that it is very healthy it is very needed for you for everybody to do um and if you guys for some reason there's an issue where one partner feels like they can't like they shouldn't be able to have a alone time then i think that's kind of a red flag and you should definitely look into that um, what else? I think that was about all I really have, the important stuff. I think we're running at twenty-six minutes, a little bit longer than I wanted, but hey, it is what it is. Um, oh, we hit twenty-five downloads on the podcast. So thank you everybody who's downloaded the episodes. If you guys have been here, um this long thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you guys can take something out of it. Uh, if you guys have any other questions, I feel like I I mean I'm 36 and I feel like I've had a, a lifetime of experience with relationships. Um we didn't really get into friendships, but it's kind of the same thing. If you know, people who are truly your friends, uh, there's that trust, there's that communication, and if there's not, you know, if you're not able to be open with them and tell them how you feel or how they made you feel, then you know, may, you know, maybe it's it's just not something worth keeping. Um As you get older and as you grow as a person, we should always be looking to grow as people. Um, Your friends might get left behind. They might just like where they're at, may not want to grow as people, and uh, your values might change, and it's okay to let go of those relationships. It sucks. It's like a breakup, but sometimes you just outgrow your friends, and uh, that's perfectly fine. So yeah, if you guys uh, made it this far, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Another episode in the books. Uh, Those of you that, you know, those two, three downloads a week, uh, keep me going keep me motivated to keep going i'm not sure what we're going to talk about next week if you guys have any topics you guys want to hear um, i can do some research or i can give you my experiences but hopefully this one helped out a little bit if it did i'd love to hear about it again twitter.com backslash nfg rocker dude um, let me know what you guys thought if you guys have any suggestions uh, as always much 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 love to everybody thank you so much for listening for supporting this and uh, hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Again, for me, it's payday tomorrow. Uh, golf Saturday. Wish me luck. Hopefully, I uh, play a lot better. And then, uh, go Chargers. Hopefully, we pick up a good, a good draft pick at 17. Or we trade back and get a bunch of picks. We'll see. Um, without further ado, have a great rest of your week. Much love again to everybody. And uh, you guys have a good night. Thank you for listening. And bye.